0: Yeah, I I respected it, honestly, even though I felt super dumb, um, even as like a seven-year-old, I felt really stupid. This is one of my favorites. This this one's from uh, a guy I work with, Jared Fialco over at WRAL. (laughs) (laughs) My My dad once told me we were related to the 80s group that sang Rock Me Amadeus, and they slightly altered their last name. For, For those who don't know, that group is Falco. And his name is Gielko. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. Like, again, it's probably just a thing. That, that, that falls under the category of parents telling lies to amuse themselves, um, which was kind of like the chicken crossing the road one. Yeah. Welcome to an ACC podcast. I'm Lauren Brownlow. And look, people, I know that things are bad and things with college football don't look great. I understand that. Um, I would spend an episode going into every single detail of that and making everybody feel really sad. Um, but frankly, I, like probably many of you, are. I just sort of need a break. You know, I need a break from, from Waves Arms Wildly this all of this so i i don't know i I just i felt like this week maybe was time to do something a little bit more fun and um my friends at the shutdown full cast shut down forever used to do sort of disaster episodes where they would take reader submissions uh for various things and and i figured why not uh do that myself so first of all i'm going to introduce you to my guest although I really shouldn't even call you that. It's not, it's not oh, come really Come on active. now.
1: I, again, I, I, again, I do enough behind the scenes for other people. I'm allowed to say, hey, I can be a guest here. I can kick my feet up on the sofa just a little bit.
0: Our, yeah, but I'm saying like, I shouldn't call you guests because like you are this podcast basically. And uh, it wouldn't exist without you, but this is not a, Nada puts together the podcast for me because he's a very kind person and knows what he's doing, unlike me, um, when it comes to editing audio and the like. He's very good at podcasts. So if you guys ever need anything, any help with any podcast, is that fair to say, Nada? Can I say that for you?
1: Yes. Again, here's the thing. For you, I do it for free because we've been friends. For everybody else, it may cost them a little bit. And by cost them a little bit, I mean you can refill my Starbucks card. Coffee ain't cheap right now.
0: Right. Yeah. So it is but uh yeah, so the, I was gonna say yes, they would need to pay you some form of currency. Um but yeah, uh, I, I really wanted a break from just everything. And um I tweeted the other day this story about um my kid thinking that I wrote the why did the chicken cross the road joke? Um, which we told him <laughs> like jokingly in the car. On the way to the beach this past weekend, we were like, uh, I told him the why did the chicken cross the road joke. He thought it was hysterical. Like, just, he just died laughing. And then he was like, and then I, and, and Eric jokingly was like, mommy wrote that. Or like, that's mommy's joke. And so ever since then, even though like literally we played a Mickey Mouse stand-up comedy, CD, like <laughs> album, with, oh, parents don't, don't do that. Hold, but so, like,
1: so, so, hold on, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. Mickey told the joke right after and he still thought I wrote it.
1: No, no, hold on. Here, here so here's something we have to. I did not realize that one Mickey Mouse had his own stand up comedy album. So I'm just thinking about like young. It's not really like that. No, 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 no. But again, yeah, but still, imagine oh. like being in a house first, per se, and you have like a Mickey Mouse stand up comedy album, George Carlin somewhere in there, and then there's of course the Richard Pryor. So it's the graduate like graduating effects. I wonder where Chris Rock got to start now or something like that. Because, again, it probably started with a Mickey Mouse comedy album and then just graduated from there.
0: It might have. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was like... And they were doing some knock-knock jokes, which Alex is still kind of struggling to grasp, but he has gotten one of them down. The the uh, knock-knock who's there orange... Or, or banana, and you say banana, 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 and then orange. You're glad I didn't say banana, that one. Um, <laughs> they, they still yeah, make me laugh, I know. I mean, some of them are very funny. Um, but yeah, so he thought I wrote it and he went up to my husband basically the other day, this is like four or five days later at this point at the other morning and was like, he told him the joke, you know, why did the chicken cross the road? And then he says to get to the other side. Cause that's how he says that. Yes. And then he's like, mommy's mommy did that. Like that's mommy's joke. Mommy did that joke. And so I just had this thought of like this moment of horror of like, Oh my God, he thinks I wrote this joke, but I mean, it's a harmless thing because we were just kidding around.
1: Here's the thing though. Here's the thing, bro. Like you're saying that, do you know, like my mom would probably still say, you know what? I did write that joke. I did write that joke because again, before we get into the big lies, one of the biggest lies that my mom will tell you is my mom will still say she's taller than me. And again, you've seen me out and, Again, I'm a legit six two six three. She's five six five seven. She's trying to maintain that lie still to this day. I'm not kidding, Brownlow. Like she still tries to say I'm taller than you, Kanata. And no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But again, that's that's one of the lies she always will tell. And it again, I'm not that here for like,
0: it. That feels like gaslighting. For yes. honest.
1: yes, <laughs> it does. It does. My parents can still gaslight me at their big ages, which I will not, which I will not reveal, because again, I'd like to eat at their house at some point in the next 50 years. (laughs) It's hilarious.
0: Um, It actually, it got me thinking of some of the lies I was told growing up too. And and we'll get into some of those because some of them um, piggyback off of the stories that y'all tweeted at me. Um, But yeah, I, I, I was reminded of the fact that somebody had told me the story and I was reminded of the fact that my dad's friend, this isn't a parent, but like, he uh, had an accident with a machine and he's missing a couple of fingers. And um, I asked him what happened when I was little. I was like six or seven or something like that. And he 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 always would tell me, he would always tell me that uh, he lost them when he was eating KFC because it's so finger licking good. And I was like horrified. And I was like, oh my God, I can't ever eat at KFC or I will lose my finger.
1: See, here's the thing though. Some With, with a story like that, like, I almost don't blame you because he was trying to save you from horrible chicken. So at the same time, like, it's a ho- horrific story. But at the same time, he was trying to save you a just a bad experience from KFC because no one wants to eat KFC willingly nowadays. Everybody it's like, I ate KFC and it's an accident. It's almost like potluck food. You don't really want to eat it, but you don't have any money and there's no, you don't have enough change for the vending. Yeah.
0: But, and I, but, but it's funny. Like I got to thinking about how often I lie to my own kid, usually <laughs> relatively harmlessly, but it's easily multiple times a day, you know, like, yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, I want to eat McDonald's. Oh, well they're closed right now. You know, instead of just saying no
1: you know <laughs> well here's <laughs> like, the thing here's the thing he, alex has not graduated to the you do you have mcdonald's money answer yet <laughs> he hasn't graduated to that yet he's close he's close he's only four he, he again he's not there yet but once he gets to that point of saying do you have mcdonald's money then that becomes a whole other set of problems for him to think of then maybe that may stop
0: him Who knows? <laughs> yeah no i don't know i mean in It's just and I'm going to be careful in case people are listening with children, Mm -hmm. um, because like I never understood until I had a kid, the Santa Claus thing. But Santa Claus has a lot of utility. And let's just say and again, trying to be careful if you're listening with children, let's just say that I think all parents to some degree exaggerate or fudge some of the details of Santa's oversight abilities. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm just putting it that way, so um, yeah yeah I, that
1: and and maybe maybe a little bit of the uh certain elf, maybe that and a certain elf as well if sure. we're gonna extend that
0: i I tell my child that I talk to Santa every day on the phone, and let's be real, I think we all understand Santa's a little busy for that, especially this year, yeah, oh God, <laughs> deliveries might be cancelled, kids. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. He, but he, like, I tell him every day, I'm like, look, I, I I'm going to give Santa a good or bad report. And like, you still have time to, to get in his good graces, or I'm going to have to give him a bad report, you know, and you better hope you have more good days than bad days. So that, that is. <laughs> I, I
1: mean, yeah. I, and the thing is for anyone that has ever, met again, and this the funny thing is like, if you've met King Alex, and let me just establish this now. I again, this is a King Alex Stan account right here. Again, the cutest kid ever, and he's going to do whatever he wants. I would put it this way um, the fact that he still goes on that is a testament to your parenting, Lauren, because otherwise, I would be late. like, literally, the fact he still listens is a testament to your parent- parenting. Like, full stop. That, that's what it is right there.
0: Listen, he may not be scared of me, but he's scared of Santa,
1: so,
0: <laughs> you know, and, and I, I try to You use what you can. And, and sometimes you tell lies that, you know, that they're just going to buy you a few minutes of silence or whatever it is. Sometimes you do it just for fun. You know, you're just trying to have a little fun with your kid. And um, I actually put a stop to something the other night where, um, you know. My husband was was saying to Alex, like, I I don't know, you know, you're not eating your food. I don't know this kid. I don't know Alex. And then he's like, and Alex's like, I'm a ghost. And and then all of a sudden, Eric starts playing off with him. And he's like, oh, I don't see Alex anywhere. Do you see him? And I'm like, nope, I don't see Alex. (laughs) And I see this like moment of horror flash across his face of like, oh, my God, do my parents not see me as we kept going? And I was like, all right, we're gonna have to (laughs) let's ease up a little bit.
1: Uh, well, again, again that ho- but here's the thing, that horror ends up being something that'll correct somebody that'll that'll be like, maybe I shouldn't joke like this, this horror. or because, again, the problem is, and we'll get into this in a, a little bit, but my parents didn't bother to lie to us. They let us do the, again. They just told us, well, certain people aren't real, like certain holidays. Again, it's not them providing us gifts. It's us. We never had that illusion. And so because of oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the fun part of the fun part is that let us experiment a little bit more specifically. And this is a whole other episode. But uh, if my brother, we had a go-kart at one point, And let's see. We ran into my baby brother at the time. We broke a cherry tree, one of my father's favorite cherry trees. Um, and we basically caused a lot of disasters. We were reckless, and don't even get me started on the time where we basically put a giant, a giant amount of holes in the in my parents' basement because we wanted to play rollerblading. We wanted to rollerblade and play hockey at the same time. Yeah, we were a disaster. I'm surprised that house is still standing.
0: Ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, well, I guess I should get into some of these. Um, yes. My first two are, oddly, the first two I got are both dinosaur related. Nice. Um, <laughs> uh, from at Hattie Chicken on Twitter. My dad told us his smallpox vaccine scar was a dinosaur bite. I believed it for years. Ironically, he has a weird phobia about aging, so you'd think he wouldn't tell us something that made him seem really old. <laughs> that's funny.
1: See, see, here's oh. the thing. He's got a phobia about aging, but at the same time, that's like one of the coolest stories ever. Right. Like, I want yeah. to say I want to say, like, no, that's not really No, this is actually really funny I I might have to steal that one if I ever have kids. I may, really may have to
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a good one um, Card Cannonball on Twitter uh, In first grade, I found a big smooth egg shaped rock in our backyard, and my dad joked that it was a dinosaur egg I proudly told everyone at school My dad <laughs> felt so bad <laughs> See, I was, <laughs> That's See, that's the real danger here, right? Because like, and I told the story on Twitter too. my grandpa, he lived up in uh, seven devils in the mountains, and he had a golf cart that we'd ride around with. Mm. And we'd ride around and he would go pick off various things off of tree off of like bushes and trees and tell us that it was the Oreo tree, the peanut tree, whatever. Um, for me, and my brother, and we had like show and tell or something in the first grade. And, and we had to like talk about our families and stuff. And I told, I very proudly as well told them about the Oreo tree up in the mountains. And oh, boy. <laughs> no one laughed at me like then. Cause it's a bunch of other kids. So they probably were just like, okay. But my teacher like pulled me aside later and was, I felt so stupid, but she was just like, Lauren, that's not real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, wow. wow. What's up? Wait, your your teacher was the one. The your yeah. teacher was the one. Wow.
0: Yeah, she wow. pulled me aside like at recess and was like, "Hey, Lauren, like, look, I that's really cute that your grandpa does that, but I just I need you to know that that's not real." And I'm like, "Oh my god."
1: Wow. Um, like, yeah, yeah. Let, again, the teachers being the one to blow the hole in in and stuff like that. I didn't see I did see that one coming because usually the teachers will let be like. Yeah, we're gonna let you go with that. And then we're just going to have a talk with the parents. The fact that she just blew the hole in that right there. That, that's, yeah. some, that's, some, that's some brave teaching right there.
0: Yeah, I, I respected it, honestly, even though I felt super dumb. Um, even as like a seven year old, I felt really stupid. This is one of my favorites. This, this one's from uh, a guy I work with, Jared Fialco over at WRAL. <laughs> my, my dad once told me we were related to the 80s group that sang rock me amadeus and they slightly altered their last name. <laughs> for, for those who don't know that group is falco and his name is oh, Wow. <laughs> oh my god! That was so good. Like again, it's probably just a thing that 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 falls under the category of parents telling lies to amuse themselves, um, which was kind yes. of like the chicken crossing the road one. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, that 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 is absolutely like wow. You have really got to wow. That's
0: hmm.
1: Um. Hmm. Again, I might have to again. We've never done that with athletes, but um, I may have to start just off of this one.
0: Uh, yeah, and this is, this is another one that probably falls into that category, but might also fall into the, like, you know, trying to impress your children. From at GoPack28, when I was little, I asked my father how he got his bald spot. I can't remember exactly how he told it, but it involved WW2, an iceberg, and a torpedo. Fortunately, I didn't have to go through all that to get mine.
1: <laughs> oh, <wow>. oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well, you know, like, embellishing war stories are one of those that, like, is a time-honored, like, is there any more, anything more American than embellishing war stories, though, when you think about it?
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's funny, like, my parents didn't do as many in that category. I don't feel like my dad grew up, he was a surfer for a long time. And he is also really good at golf. If anything, he downplayed the golf part of his, like he downplayed how good he was at golf. I didn't realize how good he was at that until later, but I, he would tell me all kinds of surfing stories. I don't, none of those were exaggerated though. Those were my bedtime stories though, of, like how he swam right past the shark or whatever. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but again, also anything,
0: I found that- <laughs> hear the truth from me, you know,
1: <laughs> Jeez. So wait, hold on, hold on. So for two things, one, Downplaying things is genetic in your family. Noted. And two, your father, like again, there needs to be a pod, ACC pod, with just you and your dad and your dad telling stories because some of these stories, like I've heard, either on or like on the podcast or off the podcast, and when we text and talk, like yeah, you need to talk to him because that seems like an ACC pod that would just like that would just be awesome to have. Like I'm, I'm manifesting this. I'm hashtag manifesting this into the air right now.
0: We find out more and more all the time. Like the older we get, the more he's willing to tell us for like obvious reasons, and it's just (laughs) wild. I I knew things were like crazier than my dad thought when we went to. um, God, where were we in? I think we were in Hawaii when this happened because he spent some time surfing in Hawaii, and we Mm -hmm. were visiting later. And when we were in Oahu, he's like, "I got to go visit my buddy Groovy Jack." and i'm like what groovy jack yes he is a he waxes surfboards and like does stuff with surfboards or whatever we visited this guy and i was just like let's just say like i mean i was just like this guy has stories to tell and if my dad hung out with this guy like all right Mm. and i was probably like about 16 at the time and i was like i need my dad is hiding some stuff from me you know (laughs) hold on on. groovy Groovy Jack. jack
1: Sounds like, and again, I, I I know your mom listens. Groovy Jack sounds like somebody you go see for a good time. You want to again, you want right. to go relax, go see Groovy Jack. But he also sounds like like the owner of a bar too. You again, you, your girlfriend left you. She left and went to the main island. Go see Groovy Jack. Like there's no in between where this is like where Groovy Jack makes sense for someone that is literally like an accountant. There's no way that it, like groovy Jack is only for one thing and one thing only. And that's a good time.
0: Yeah. And it's such like 60s, 70s energy too, which I love. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, from at eric m david on twitter my uncle once pulled a quarter out of my brother's ear to my brother's great amazement then my uncle said he was going to make my brother disappear my brother absolutely freaked out i love that <laughs> i love
1: oh. those I love those yeah. uh, <laughs> those are the best discipline saying- those are the best ways to discipline kids though when you think about it <laughs>
0: oh yeah make him think you have more power than you do it kind of falls under <laughs> that genre too um yes,
1: this is does. the more
0: this one's the more impressing my kids category, but Jameson on Twitter said my dad had an Orioles batting helmet and told me when he, when I was little that he played for them, and I don't know how long I believe that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, like that's like there's there's certain parts of this, and again, it goes back into embellishing stories being like one of the most American things ever because my my um like. My father didn't play with a whole bunch of New York Streetball legends, but my uncle did. And the big thing Ooh. with my uncle was that he would embellish. And he said, like he said, he take, he took Dr. J to the whole of this at the third. And granted, like my, my uncle was really, really good. And, but the thing is he like just couldn't, because he played for Marquette for a while for, um, Frank McGuire know. back in the day. So, the big thing was, like, he played for Frank Maguire, but he couldn't ever, like, stay on the court. Oh,
0: you mean – oh, Al McGuire. Uh, yeah,
1: Al Maguire. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm it's sorry. It's fine. Yeah, but, like, Al Maguire, He played for Al Maguire for a long time. And the problem was that he just could never stay on the court. Couldn't keep his grade straight. And then come to find out, like, it, it, it's just, like, he embellished a lot of those stories. A lot of those stories didn't happen. But, again, he was one of those people, that, like – there would be certain streetball legends that recognize my uncle up to this day. And like, you feel like, again, in for him, it was like that in between of, I would say just like how much of it is true and how much of it like was not true. So there's that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's funny. Um, yeah. It, it, this one is what I want to get into for real, because like, okay. this was a thing. My dad has blue eyes, but I have brown eyes. My mom told me this is from at, uh, oh, I think Harrow, it's two R's. So uh, my dad has blue eyes, but I have brown eyes. My mom told me and my brother that we'd get blue eyes and have good eyesight if we ate enough carrots. It worked for a while. And see, I have like, somebody sent me a link. I got to figure it out. Because like the, the carrots thing is fascinating to me because I didn't find out that wasn't true until I was like way older I thought that was true and I thought maybe I have terrible vision but my mom uh-huh. always told me that too uh-huh. that I'd have better vision um, and <laughs> I I just assumed like okay yeah I just didn't need enough carrots or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: like, like I- there, the, the, there was like that one was because how many cartoons did you see about that because I remember it wasn't just our parents telling us that that was in like stuff like looney tunes and like those educational commercials that you'd see on pbs like that, that yeah. was a thing for a very very long time and like it's funny because like you said you have terrible eyesight my eyesight is not the greatest i ate a ton of carrots and i want a refund i want a refund i could have been eating some other jolly rancher or some other form of candy that i would have actually enjoyed thank you very much and instead i got carrots and i got crappy eyesight thank you very much parents
0: <laughs> that's really funny i mean there are benefits to your eyes like in terms of your eye health apparently in carrots but really? like yes and so maybe that's where that came from apparently and i i don't really fully understand this just yet but it started as like a world war Two, uh a world war Two campaign propaganda campaign that helped popularize this this myth <laughs> and it, to try to keep german pilots confused um interesting <laughs> i don't really yeah, I, I don't fully understand. Um, it was British propaganda, I think, that was trying to confuse them. But <laughs> I, just I, it's wild how these things perpetuate over time. I don't think that one was a lie, right? I think that one was yeah. like, I think my mom probably believed that one, um, but it didn't work. Um, so I thought that was interesting to touch on because, like, yeah, there's things that help like your eyes not go bad as fast. I think like in terms of not your vision, but like you don't get as many eye issues, but it's not, I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's like, it's going to improve your vision. My vision's terrible. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like Um, I get, I get that. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I want a refund.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Um, Another one of my coworkers, Jason Jennings over at RAL TV. My wife currently has our three-year-old convinced that there are beavers and gators underneath his bed at night in an effort to convince him to not get out. And I love that because. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: no, hold on. Gators, same- I get gators. I get the beavers are the beavers. There just to be like the wardens of the, of the, like, so who's the, he- who's the heavy, who's the enforcer? Cause again, gators, I get, but are the beavers yeah. there to keep them in line or something?
0: I don't. Yeah. I, somebody was like, wait, is your kid scared of beavers? And they, you know, I, I, I can see how this would play, this would play out. Like I can see you're just sort of scrambling for something and you've got gators, but you need to reasonably include another animal. And so you just, you just make something up off the cuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but
1: then I, you use bears, Brownlow, that's when you just use bears, bears yeah, use can... nunchucks right now.
0: There's nothing
1: more scary in the world than a bear with a nunchuck.
0: See, nothing. we, we disagree a little on that because like, honestly, I would rather a bear attack me with a nunchuck than attack me with their claws. You know no. I don't want to get my scalp torn off. I would rather get hit in the face with a nunchuck, although I guess they can hit you in the face with the nunchuck and then tear your scalp off that's so, that
1: fair. that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> that's exactly where I was going like, like uh, you're gonna die to be, fair, though,
0: to be fair, if a bear is close enough to use the nunchuck, like you're already screwed, you know,
1: yes, yes, but still, like literally Maybe it just becomes exactly they break well. your. Yeah, they break your jaw and then they tear you apart and enjoy, enjoy your entrails. So again, go with the bears <laughs> and the gators. At least the bear you understand yeah. is the one that's keeping all well, this in line.
0: My guess is it has to be an animal that fits under the bed, right? Because true. even three-year-olds are starting to have some sense of logic. So true, a bear wouldn't fit under my bed. Well, we're going to go with gators because an alligator would and a, uh, a beaver. <laughs> like you just throw something in, and yeah, like yeah. it. I, I, I've had to be careful with some of these because, like, it. I, I, at one point, I told Alex that like he couldn't get up until he couldn't. You know, when when it's dark outside, you got to go to bed. Well, obviously, it starts getting dark later. So if it's light outside for a while, he was like, "Well, it's light outside. I don't need to go to sleep." And I'm like, "Dang it! I this has backfired." No, but that's morning, when you tell.
1: But that's when you tell him the lie of you know what happens to people who don't sleep. They don't get me taller. We've tried.
0: Yeah, that, that's when we're trying. We're like, dude, you got to, You know, you got to stay in there. Thankfully, like once he's asleep at night, he'll stay in there. The problem is now he's getting up at like 5 a.m. to play basketball. Or, like, <laughs> I
1: did see that tweet. I felt so bad for you.
0: Oh, my God. Or like come stand at the other day we woke up when he came into our room and was like staring like inches away from my husband's face. Um, yeah, like,
1: <laughs> literally it's his house y'all just ones to pay the mortgage that's it it's his house
0: and it can it, jason if you're listening it can backfire on you because i'm sure your kid is potty trained or at least close by now and it's like if they get up if they have to pee you know they're not going to want to get up and pee either until you're awake which means that they will like be in their bed and I mean, I guess if they have a pull-up on, it's whatever. But at a certain point, this is going to end up being something you have to correct. Because, listen, I've been there.
1: It's just... <laughs> like, <laughs> and, the, and you say that, listen, I've been there. Like, again, that is like one of those grizzled, listen, buddy, I've been there. You Don't want to be there. Don't want to be where I am. Because Lord knows, this could get a lot worse for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... so but that's that's my most common type of lie i think to my kid is is a lie of utility of a lie of like getting him to adopt a certain behavior without a fight um because it's just easier in the moment so that's 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 my most common type of lie to my kid um rob daniels on twitter i thought if it was raining where i was then it was raining everywhere i like that one
1: (laughs) well you know again at that point it's, it is raining everywhere because, again, as a kid, you really don't have that scope of the world yet and realize how infinitesimally small you really are. So I get it. Yeah. I completely yeah. get it. I completely get why you would think that and totally understand. Justified.
0: For, for, for whatever reason, it reminded me of that scene when Bodhi uh, in The Wire – was like driving to Philly <laughs> and they're like listening to the radio and they can't get the Baltimore stations. And he's like, what's going on? What's the static noise? And they were like, well, we're, you know, we're out of range of the stations. And he's like, wait. And like, he clearly thought that those stations just played everywhere. Like the Baltimore.
1: <laughs> yes. <radio>. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man,
1: Long live was- Bodhi brought us who, who again, long live Bodhi. Bro- yes.
0: Yeah. I love Bodhi. Um, the, I guess this one is an apparent one, but it made me laugh so hard. Um, from Mayor of Flavortown, <laughs> I remember being I know I remember being young and hearing on the news that someone went to jail for d- drinking and driving. I sobbed the next day in the car because my dad was drinking and diet Coke, and I thought he was arrested. <laughs> <here, yeah. laughs> see, and this is a like I don't think his parents lied to him about this, but i this is a lie of utility yes. that i have i'm I'm trying to check myself on because it's one that I've used before on my own kids,
1: where, mm-hmm. like,
0: I, I have fudged to my kid that like mommy and daddy will go to jail if X happens or Alex will <laughs> go to jail if X happens. And I don't, I probably, we probably shouldn't do that, but <laughs> it just, no, again, you know what it is,
1: actually it's funny. You mentioned that. It's funny you mentioned that because we were told that we would get pulled over. Well, actually I, now that you've mentioned that, my father has had two big lives in his, um, In the like in my childhood that I remember now, the first one being no sleeping while we were driving, no sleeping. And the big thing for this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The rules of the road were no sleeping. And if he put if you were sleeping while you were driving, then you know what would happen? He would put you out. He would put you out of the car. And mind you, to back up this lie for one time and one time only. My father pretended to put one of my brothers out. We're all sitting there crying, sad, what have you, scared out of our minds on 347 on Long Island. And let me tell you this, we never fell asleep on a road trip ever again. Never, never, never.
0: See, and I can't find the tweet about this, but somebody did tweet me with a story about turning the lights on in the car. And yeah, there it is. Okay, from Jamie Famous on Twitter. Jamie Famous 72, Mine mine still believe my kids still believe that the interior light in the car while moving at night results in immediate arrest and jail time they're 17 and 19 now
1: yes oh no i, I believed that until i was a good 30 32 yeah.
0: me too yeah. and i think part of this is because i was in well i i still read a lot but i, I was a very av- i never went anywhere without a book ev- uh-huh. anywhere ever and i would read in the car i would read at the dinner table i would read everywhere And Mm. I would, you know, if we were in a car trip at night, I would be wanting to read my book, and I would try to, you know, I'd want to turn the light on, and my dad would say, "Oh no, you know, this we'll get pulled over, we'll go to jail." Like, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, "What? Wow. Okay. Like, I I think I thought that was one of the worst offenses that you could commit." Yes,
1: and then come (laughs) to find out, it's actually not true. (laughs) Like that was the crazy part.
0: Is it technically illegal? Is it technically illegal?
1: No, it's not.
0: is it not even technically oh shut up, really? Wow. It's not even
1: technically illegal. Like you could Oh do my it.
0: god. That's the thing. I told this to Eric last night and he was like, That's illegal though. Like he did not believe me that it was not illegal.
1: No, it's not. I don't <laughs> believe it's illegal. I really don't believe it's actually illegal. Like that's the crazy I might part. Have like- it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Is yeah. it legal to drive with an interior light on? Like gonna- I get that it's I-, I get that it can be dangerous and it's annoying. Yeah, it's legal in most states.
1: Yeah, it's legal it's in most states. states. <laughs>
0: yeah. Ah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like literally. Imagine if Google. Like, think about that. You can't lie to your kids once you once they get a certain age, anyway. Because you know why they have Google. So yeah. <laughs> they're not going to believe you anyway.
0: Like oh, once you that's get. T- ruin everything.
1: Yes, <laughs> it is going to ruin everything. Like, think about these. These lies are on
0: borrowed time.
1: <laughs> the milk oh is getting God. bad, folks.
0: That's, oh, that's the worst. Uh, from at bubble screen on Twitter, I had a neighbor with the last name of Pepper as a kid. My dad told us the neighbor invented Dr. Pepper in his spare time. A part of me still wants. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh,
1: that's- like a that's bunch of fun category. yeah, yeah, that is in the fun category. And the funny thing is, they probably went to they probably went to the kid. The kid went to them and like, did your dad really invent Dr. Pepper? <laughs> and, like, like, you know, you know, they went up to women asked, you know, they did,
0: you know, I know. I know. And then they felt that's, that's <sighs> the, the thing. The thing that sucks is that you feel so dumb when you're like, when they're like, no. And you're like, oh, man. OK, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, from Frank Zapdos, definitely believed a kindergarten teacher when I overheard her tell a fellow student that if he ate watermelon seeds, he's going to grow watermelons in his stomach. I was legit shook for a little while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that and bubble gum. That and bubblegum. Like, remember oh how people God. used to tell you, yeah, the, the thing with bubblegum and it slows your digestion and things get like literally, like things get messed up in your stomach once you, if you like swallow bubblegum and this, that, and the third. And it turns out oh, not yeah, to be they true.
0: You're up your stomach. Yeah, that's not, I, I was gonna say, I swallow gum all the time now. I feel liberated.
1: Exactly. Um. Like, but remember that, yeah. that was a lie that went along. Like, now granted, you might have had to been a certain age for this, but. That was a lie that was perpetuated to us all the time, and then we ended oh, yeah. up with gum on our shoes everywhere.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, seriously, like that had a ugh. That that's a resu- a direct result of that myth, and it's so stupid. Um, <laughs> I I remember um, the crossing your eyes and they'll get stuck that way thing was definitely a thing.
1: Yeah, that um, was, that was a parents thing. Yeah, that was a parental thing that people just like your parents were tired of looking at you with crossed eyes. Yes.
0: But I remember when I was a kid because I never forgot this because it scared me so much. Like I was like having fun and like shaking my head really fast in the back seat of a friend's car, of a fr- mm. and like the friend's parent was driving and she looked at me and she's like, "You know that if you do that too much, that your brain will shake itself up and you'll never like it'll you'll like break your brain or whatever." And I was just like, "Oh my god, is that true?" <laughs> exactly. like, I, like, I had no idea, you know. Like your parents, Um. your
1: parents, again, parents like love to scare, like it's a different age because again, people understand trauma now, so they don't do that. Again, step on a crack, break your mother's back. Oh yeah. Exactly. Or if you wear one shoe on, one shoe off in your life, and again, you would take years off your mother's life, this, that, and the third, not the, but then again, jumping on your couch might take years off your mother's life. And we never mentioned that as much either. So it was just one of those things like. Yeah, we there were a lot of those, like, those sayings that would just be, like, little things that they would throw at you and you would feel guilty after a while, you know?
0: Yes, yes. And it's the weirdest thing because, like, obviously me shaking my head back and forth has no real impact on anything. So it's like, why would you <laughs> tell me that? I don't, I still don't understand it. Um <laughs> From Hattie Chicken, whenever the mercury lights on our rural farm would blink, which was often, my dad said it was because Bigfoot was walking around and shaking the ground. I still get a little freaked out when a street light starts blinking. <laughs>
1: oh, no, 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 oh no, 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 nope, no, no, oh. no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope.
0: no, uh, no, no, I I like this one from Celia Dean too. Uh, my great grandmother made me eat any double vegetable from the garden, saying it would make me have twins. Alas, I have no children. Yeah, I don't know what a double vegetable is exactly, but I'm guessing it. I, I can kind of visualize it.
1: Yeah, I can visualize it. And even then, that like, we're going to give you all these vegetables so that you can be a breeding factory.
0: Great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. I'll never forget the time my aunt told me in front of my college boyfriend um, that I would be a great child bearer because I have birthing hips. That was Wait, fun. what?
1: What? Yeah. Hold, hold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow, wow! Um, do you still yeah. speak to this relative?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. She's, uh, she's a little eccentric. <laughs> she one time she called me on the phone one time when I was like in high school. She she called the house and she's like, "Hey, Lauren." I'm like, "Hey." And she's like, um, "I just wanted to give you guys a call back um, because I'm back in my physical body now." Um, turned out she'd oh. been out in the, de- the desert doing some peyote so oh 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 <laughs> yeah oh, you know
1: you know you know that's 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 it's, it's a little different yeah yeah again yeah she she's one of those types that basically doesn't really have a home she just has a p.o box isn't she
0: it, it, well not as much now but yes back then absolutely uh okay. we saw her yeah we saw her very rarely but um all right. Jerry, <laughs> D- Jerry Dinger. Uh, two lies. When my fly was down, my dad would say, watch out, or you might trip. I didn't get the joke until I was in high school. It's just what he said. Second, my father-in-law <laughs> brought a pet home to my wife when she was little, and it was a dead raccoon.
1: hold <laughs> on. Yeah. I know.
0: I, I, I did ask for a, a follow-up on this, um, because I was like, I'm sorry, what? What do you mean a dead raccoon? Hey, Um and he said she wanted a pet. Her dad came home and told her to come outside. He had a pet for her. She was very excited and went out. He took her to the car and brought out the dead raccoon. She does it an even better job of telling it with her Robeson County accent. <laughs> so, oh, so my God.
1: I have questions. Number one, yeah. how, again, because I, I can't imagine being alive after I bring a dead raccoon to my parents. Like I, I can't imagine right. being alive. Like, like I, I just imagine somewhere. I again, the next thing, again, no, the next part it, of story, Yeah, like the next part of that story is I blacked out with from rage. Like literally, the oh, next part God. of that story is I blacked out from rage.
0: That that's the only like no, you don't bring a dead raccoon, really. That that one, that one's pretty mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, this is okay. This is from Jefferson Mc- mcm on twitter let's do that this is kind of mild but i'm proud of the effectiveness our oldest now six will not eat anything with tomato in the name so we gave her ketchup soup to try she absolutely loved it yeah i i do the food lies all the time too the
1: food lies, uh, here's the thing of, of everything of all the lies parents will tell kids food lies unless they they develop an allergy are totally inbounds totally inbounds do not feel guilty for lying to a kid about anything even though we just even though we just had like went on a rant about carrots and everything else like that, food lies kind of okay, kind of okay because otherwise you end up eating sour patch kids until you're like twenty
0: yeah i told I've told my kid i I'll usually tell him the truth because I want him to like the foods, but like mm-hmm. we told we would tell it, we'll tell him like fish is chicken, <laughs> uh, and then we'll be like that's actually fish once we know he likes it yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, so he's, uh, you know, but it, that's to get him to eat it. But yeah. the food lies are, again, a parental utility lie. Um, yeah. It's just. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Uh, this, this one's kind of related to the lights one from at, at Pac Man SJP on Twitter. When I was three or four, I had this habit of leaving all the lights on in a room when I left. My grandfather made this joking comment of, boy, you leave the lights on in your house when you leave, the law is going to get you. I believed that until I was six when my family was going somewhere one night and I ran back into the house in a panic because my mom left the lamp on in our foyer. When I told my parents why, my mom had that WTF, did I just hear? And my dad started laughing. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow.
1: I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. Like. Again, parents, again, especially fathers, are very, very, very—how um, would I put this? Anal retentive about the light bill in the house. I my found my kid
0: does this too, and I don't understand it. The lights on in every room, and I'm just like, dude, please stop.
1: He's scared oh. of the dark. He's scared well, of the son. dark. I completely understand.
0: Nah, he'll do. It. He'll do it. Like he'll come downstairs, and we have like a ton of different lights in our downstairs like area, our main area of our house, and mm-hmm. he'll. He'll turn on every single light in there, and now in the bathroom he insists on turning the fan on every single time, even if he doesn't, you know. (laughs) Even if we don't need it. And I'm just like, don't, don't do this. You don't have to turn everything on. But we'll come back downstairs in the morning after he's been playing basketball and see that like literally every light downstairs is turned on, and we're just like, oh my god. (laughs) He's scared.
1: No, honestly, he's scared of the. That's one of the things where I can tell he's scared of the dark, and I completely understand. Because, again, I, I've been scared of the dark for most of my life. I very much am scared of the dark. Uh, it is one of the – but also my fear of the dark comes from, at some point, living out in Long Island and raccoons basically being in your trash with zero impunity. So, like I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like zero impunity. Like that trash, you, that trash you're putting in there, that's really mine, and we're going to spread this all over. You ain't going to do nothing about it. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> yeah yeah it's I, I at first i was like he's not scared of the dark because he has no problems at night but then i remembered he has like a turtle life that he's had since he was a baby that he turns on every night and he insists that we turn it on every night before he goes to sleep so he might be um yeah please well, uh, he is, he is. uh i like this one my dad sarcastically used the phrase he he she is so modest to describe someone who was arrogant that i internalized the word modest to mean arrogant asshole. <laughs> I, I learned this from my buddy good friend of the pod james pearl i learned this when i tried to describe a braggadocious friend to my dad as modest and he was very very perplexed
1: <laughs> Oh, jeez! <laughs> oh, wow. that's one sarcasm of those is like, sarcasm is hard also at the same time like sometimes there are jokes and stuff that work in the moment that your parents will absolutely forget about 30 years later, but it's left an indelible mark on you. It's amazing how that happens. And then they're like, you really remembered that? Yes, I did. I was five. (laughs) What did you expect?
0: Yeah, seriously. I, yeah, you'd be surprised at what you remembered. It's usually stuff like that. Um, Pamela cloud on Twitter. My my husband convinced our daughter that a water tower was a carnival ride. She believed this for several years and continues to complain about his deceit as an adult. <laughs> see, Man. see, that one could backfire so easily, though.
1: Yes, yes. Like that—that uh, that was the whole time. Th- that was the whole thing. That one could backfire miserably because then, when she climbs said water tower, and then you have to get her down, you're the one that's again getting right. yelled at for that.
0: <laughs> yes, <Yeah, there's- laughs> from. <laughs> from scott keenan this one really made me laugh my dad told me these guys walked to the electricity factory while we were sleeping to get more power so the lights and toaster would work in the morning and he you know he shows a picture of like power lines showing up and i guess like they walk <laughs> on those lines to, 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 go, to go get it wow oh yeah yeah
1: wow uh,
0: unless he means the towers themselves because it does kind of look like those could walk yeah, those
1: those do look like they like could walk, but at the same I, time, that takes imagination that I just don't have.
0: Yeah. Like, I, um, no. So this one's real bad. Okay. Oh my god! This is from Jay Kumar on Twitter, um, and we got this yesterday when I was co-hosting on ninety nine nine. The fan with Joe Ovias, he wanted to kind of stick it to sports in terms of like what you got deceived yeah. about, but we got some other stories. <laughs> Jason, oh my god. My, my sisters convinced me I was adopted, and our first India trip in 1995 was to return me to my birth family. My dad went along with it, too. <laughs> Yo. Oh,
1: that's Yo. so bad.
0: Oh, no. it, 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 he, added, he added more context. He said, they told me not to tell my mom because it would make her sad. So she was confused why I was being rude to everyone in India. Then I explained why to her while crying and she let my sisters and dad have it.
1: Yo. Oh, that is. Yo. Like, I will say this about Jay. Jay handles that pretty well because, again, that, that's, that's the stuff that will have you not invited Thanksgiving at my house. Like, for, yeah, that, <laughs> for real.
0: That one was just, oh, man. Oh, I just, that one sent me to a place um i never i never got anything like that when i was a kid um joe Mm -hmm. did say yesterday on the show because he and his brother have a 16 year age gap Um, oh wow yeah and he he said that when they were you know when his brother was younger he convinced them because he'd be like you know i can't believe there's a 16 year you know that we have such a big age gap and uh Mm -hmm. he told his brother oh we have a brother named bob who lives in alaska that's like in the middle (laughs)
1: of Uh course joe would say that joe joe would absolutely say that 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 sounds like joe
0: yeah (sighs) i know i said the same thing i was like dude you know that (laughs) one's a little more harmless than the uh
1: (laughs) no 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 again adopted no like you telling me we returning we coming back to return you yo i'm again it's gonna be on site for quite a while quite quite a
0: while That's just that's that's the legit trauma um I know my husband told me because um, he used to wander off all the time when they would go to like any place. And so one time, I think when he said it was at SeaWorld, he's from Orlando. Um, mm-hmm. One time, one time his parents like let him get lost in quotes while they were watching him, but he didn't know that. Uh, oh, jeez. Just to teach him a lesson of like, stay with us, you can get lost. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, hey, look. That's like literally a lot of the stuff and, and the more we talk about this, the more it's like I remember some of the stuff that my parents used to do just because like for like the first eight years of my life, I was living in Queens and we would always just be. I would get told a whole bunch of wives tales about. So that basically my mom could herd the three of us because there is a three year age, like I want to say there's three year age gap between me and my two, bro- two younger brothers and I'm the first of six. So she would take us three and try and herd us from Queens, New York into the city to go see my dad. And she would basically be like, Look, you either do that or you're gonna get snatched off by someone on the subway. And mind you, this is the subway in the New York City subway in the late 80s. So yeah. she would she would do a lot of this just to make sure that one, she could keep keep control of us, and two, more importantly, she could keep us safe to and from New York. I, again, New York in the eighties, and obviously. If you've read or watched any show from from that time, it's kind of a hairy time.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. But it's like mm-hmm. the, I I I don't remember my parents talking to me at, at all about Stranger Danger that much. But I do remember like watching videos that they had me watch, and the Stranger Danger thing was like such a thing. Uh,
1: there um, was Stranger Danger, like Stranger Danger. Like I wonder, like there's a part of me that wonders at some point, like how much Stranger Danger ended up creating this entire generation of anti-social kids you know
0: yeah although it was always this weird dichotomy right because my mom would be like you know my parents would be like be polite to people but then also like if a stranger tries to talk to you don't talk to them and it's like well wait which is it like exactly <laughs> you know
1: is it <laughs> <It's>, it, <laughs> was like,
0: it was a weird thing like that and you know it's a good lesson to teach kids not to like trust people completely like don't take candy that was one big thing don't take candy from a stranger mm-hmm. Um, exactly like, well, especially around hollywood
1: treating? yeah yeah exactly <laughs> especially when you were like going out to treat a uh, trick-or-treat or something like that and it would be like oh we have to check for razor blades to that in the third and then it became like yo Hol- halloween ain't that much fun like if i'm gonna eat candy that has yeah. razor blades in it then yeah none of this is really gonna be fun yeah
0: it's it's it it, it there's a whole other discussion we could even have over like some of the, the myths or, or whatever perpetuated during that time that like our parents probably didn't lie to us about, but they also just sort of believed embellished. and yeah, maybe embellished a little too. Yeah. I, it's just, it's funny how this stuff sticks with you. So I, I feel like we have to be careful sometimes when we lie to mm-hmm. Alex, it's like, I don't, I don't want him to remember this and be like, Oh, they told me X. And, um, it was, oh God. Yeah. It's, it's just, <laughs> Yeah, that was, that's all the ones that i had but it's it's, it's like like honestly it's
1: funny because again like my mom always has a, has a stank saying now that she's like you're always gonna do one or two things that are gonna have your kid talking to someone on a couch and as long as you look at it like that like yeah hey, you might again do what you do they're gonna be talking <laughs> to a therapist anyway so you might as well just do the best job you can
0: you know I just- I just got a late submission from Errol Reese, who is uh, on the sports. <laughs> app, uh, oh, I
1: need to uh, yes.
0: My first grade teacher had us believing that he was a fighter pilot in World War II, although he was only 23 years old as a first year teacher. He told <laughs> us that pilots. <laughs> he told us that pilots never aged. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so good! That's amazing. Oh, I mean, that's a great
1: one to close on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. No, it's funny when I was trying to title this episode, actually, uh, I -hmm. I had like, I think I titled it like lying to children or something. And yes, because even though I meant this as like escapism, I couldn't help but like think about COVID and like how we've done so much lying to children for the last however many months and how much of that has been going on because we're like a nation of children. Um, And it's so much of the behavior that we've seen like during this reminds me of my toddler. And I (laughs) wish that we could figure out a way to like lie to people in a way that we lie to our toddlers that they would believe like because it's like we don't want to shut down. We want things to be normal. Okay, well, we're going to reopen, but everybody just needs to wear masks and we'll be fine. We don't want to wear a mask. Okay, well, we may have to close down again or or we're not going to be able to have sports. But but I want to have the economy. It's like, yes, we know you want to have sports, but you have to be able to do these things first that's that's very much the energy with with my kid too where it's like he tried to eat his dessert before dinner last night i'm just like no, you have to eat your
1: (laughs) like like again the craziest part is like as we've been told multiple times like how many times do you just have to wear like just wear the mask for six weeks just wear the mask for for two months maybe and then we get all this really cool stuff back And then, you know what? You know what happens? You keep your simple ass out the hospital. It's not that hard. It really, really isn't that hard. But you know what? Here we are. And the the crazy part is, like, Brownlow, this is is the funny part, like, because I told you, I teach. I do teaching. I I teach podcasting for, in like a group of like eight to 10 people, depending on where it is. And at some point, like, I decided, you know what? One mask didn't work, but you know what I did? I decided to wear, I decided to go buy some masks from Adidas that are nice, that are breathable, that I could even work out in should I be so inclined to in this 90 degree weather. I can do that. But, yeah. again, but at the same time, I'm not leaving without a mask because you know what? I can't afford to get sick. And more importantly, at this point, I'd rather be one of those quote unquote asymptomatic people than to actually, you know, an asymptomatic and be careful than to just be out here wilding out willy nilly and then infecting the entire cluster you know what i mean
0: yeah and no, and it's funny and it makes me kind of sad that like my toddler if i try to explain it to him using empathy would get something more easily than some people <laughs> like, <laughs> like hey if you do this people are gonna be sad oh okay well i won't do that but like regular regular yeah. ass people don't care no, no, no. That's uh, a,
1: the a crazy part. Like, we are so, like, drained of empathy by the time we turn, what? Like, 15, 16? That, at, this, at that point, like, empathy no longer works. You have to use practicality. And if you don't use practicality, you absolutely have to use money. And that's where we are right now in this society. And it's a very, very sad yep. thing.
0: No, it's, yeah, it is sad. Which is why I wanted to distract myself by doing something that <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh. Because, yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's oh, God. It's it's bad. I I told I yeah I I told you some other lies. My I got told that I can't repeat on this podcast, but no, um, we understand. I, we understand. I just I lie on a daily basis. It's just routine to my kids, and I just I sometimes question the ethics of that. But you know what? If it gets me an extra hour of sleep, if it gets him to eat his food, like we're we're all just trying to get through the day, you know? Yeah,
1: like mm-hmm. like like literally, I would say this. It's just. Ethics is one of those things that the more you think about, doesn't exist in this this part of history. Then you're probably better off, and you probably sleep at night just a little bit better.
0: Just go from there. I I have I have but I have used the virus to uh, get out of some stuff too. Oh, it's closed because of the virus. (laughs)
1: Look! 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 look. At, At this point. At at this point, and I know you've seen the Instagram videos. Like, there are certain places that I wish were actually closed, closed because of the virus. Uh, namely, know, right? the bars, the bars, and um, the bars of the Charlotte area, mainly. Oh, and God, especially seriously? oh, if I showed you some of those videos right now, you would be so upset. You would be so so upset because I it's, saw it's like, like from,
0: from Vashti last week, and I saw the yeah. backlash we got, and I just was like y'all are unbelievable like stop yeah no (laughs) i
1: saw that and i was just like no 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 no. like you don't get this player. you should have been on twitch like three months ago it's too late now like that that was like the crazy part and it's like dude you're a dj in charlotte no one has ever heard of you and you're coming into the coming to the kitchen of one of the few black women sports writers in this country and you're gonna do this Mm and then decide to make yourself look even worse, and then when ALE or whoever comes to shut that down, because that's coming, you're going to be out of luck. Then how are you going to pay had, your bills?
0: Yeah, it may have happened it, that that was just as likely to happen without Vashti, so you yeah, know, you're, you're the one putting it out there on social media or like letting people do that or whatever, so don't complain to Vashti. She didn't do this to you. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Um, it's just, uh, ugh, so much toddler energy. Um, yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen with college sports so that's part of why I didn't want to address it either because things have obviously escalated quite a bit here as of late and yeah when Mark
1: Emmert when like the NCAA has more accurate numbers than possibly the U.S. government we are in trouble guys then NCAA lies a lot
0: yeah and I I mean like and I never thought I'd say this but I said it on air yesterday It's like kudos to them for like stepping up and saying, I, obviously, this isn't enforceable. And we understand that. But like, at least they stepped up and said, Hey, this is what we think you should do. And this is how we think it should be done. Because like David Coughlin was talking about that last week on Friday, he was like, we're not getting any guidance. And he was he was real frustrated. Like mm-hmm. he, he said, he didn't say guidance. He said, we're not being told what we should do. We're, we're being told some best practices, but like no one's telling us how to do this. And there's no centralized voice. And so like, it doesn't matter what we do. If somebody else does something, you know, different, you know, we could be in trouble. So
1: that's the crazy it's part. Cause you think that, the yeah, it's bad. Cause you think at least the bowl, the bowl commissioners would be the ones that are like, yo, let's band together and let's have at least a uniform voice. Because we know while the conferences won't listen to the NCAA, you know who they will listen to those bulb, the, the bowl guys, the BCS guys, period.
0: How, how are they going to have bowls anyway? I, that's what, whatever. I don't even know why we're talking about it. Although uh, I just wanted to share this before we, before we go. Um, I did decide on a, on a text thread last night with some friends um, that share the same ACC coastal energy as, as I do, that if, if they did somehow go to pods this year, like if Notre Dame won one of those pods, we're going to count that as the eighth different coastal champion in eight years.
1: <laughs> you might as well. You this really might as well. No, you yeah. might as well. Like this, this timeline is weird and warped. You might as well, again, and this is coast. Again, the the entire nation is taken over by ACC Coastal Energy. Have you not paid attention to the news? This is ACC Coastal Energy Gone National.
0: I would disagree. I think this is actually, I mean, I see what you're saying. It's it's anarchical in a sense, which Mm -hmm. is coastal. But I actually think it's more ACC Atlantic teams that aren't named Clemson Energy. Uh, teams, teams that have a lot of self-destructive uh, things going on at their own schools and still complain about the division they're in as the reason for their issues. True. Just True. say it. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah there, there's, there's a lot of Louisville energy to this. There's a lot of Louisville like, energy.
0: It, you know, it's it's a lot of them. It's, it's, yeah. just, just up there. The coastal's yeah. just like, hey, we're just here to party. Yeah. You know? Exactly.
1: They they are really they're if we really think about it, they are the idiocracy of college football. Like Terry Crews as the president of the nation of 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 the ACC Coastal is is a real thing, and it makes so much sense now that I think about it. I'm mad I didn't bring this up in the text earlier.
0: <laughs> uh, I I feel so I like I of all of the things that have been said recently, like the social moments we're examining and everything like that. I have never felt so defensive of a thing as I do the ACC Coastal. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing I feel I need to step in and defend and be like, no, that's not the Coastal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, literally, how are you – again, why are we defending the Coastal? The Coastal is – the Coastal is that crappy sitcom – you know what it is? It's the best telenovela, sports telenovela in – for, uh, ever it's the best sports telenovela. It is. Well, what
0: is that? What is that graphic? That's like your anarchic good or chaotic good, whatever mm-hmm. you know, or like chaotic evil or like neutral evil or whatever it is. I feel like the uh, coastal is um, anarchic, like neutral, you know, like yeah. or anarch, anarchic good. I guess like yeah, they're is. anarchic, but they're good. Like they're good at heart. They they you know, and yeah. I feel like. You know, the people doing the bad things are mostly like right now with the pandemic are mostly have bad intentions. You know,
1: they very much do. So, they very much.
0: So do. That's, that's why I push back on it. Oh, they're <laughs> in. Our, they're, they're the ones that wear the mask over just their mouth.
1: Oh, right? God, don't get me started. Don't get <laughs> me started.
0: They don't do it from a place of like not trying. <laughs> they just get it wrong. They just do
1: it from a place of ignorance. And I want to throw a rock at them every single time.
0: I really I, do brown low I know the bar is so low though that like I legit when I see someone wearing a bar like a mask over their mouth and not their nose I'm like oh he tried yeah, like well, it, at least you're making an effort you know like well, again
1: see that's the thing like if you're gonna we're gonna go there then you actually have to like because I've seen people wear done. the masks around their necks and, oh, yeah. and and it's just like you're doing it wrong moron you are doing it wrong and I want yeah. to, again, I want to throw a rock. I want to throw a rock. And I, and I don't yeah, well. because that's assault charges. And I can't afford that. I can't afford the lawyer right now.
0: Oh, that's I hear it. you. That's the only yeah. reason I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably about it. No other great <laughs> lies spring to mind at the moment, except for maybe uh, maybe when I learned that the Civil War wasn't about slavery. But that's a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Boy that I have some uh surprises in store for me when I got older. All right. Um <laughs> Alright everybody. Until next week. I don't think I have any uh good news to share really. So hopefully next week I will, but who knows? Um stay safe, wear a mask, I guess. It should help. No, definitely wear a mask, but I'm like saying I don't know how much like we we might be too late, but still wear one because we're gonna need to be doing this for a while. So thanks a lot everyone. I hate you. Okay. (laughs) Bye.